0: Hello, everyone. My name is Eric Vellum, and I'm with Christ Only Ministries, and uh, preaching the Word of Christ to, uh, or delivering, or offering the Word of Christ to uh, the world and uh, and uh, God's entire creation, so that anyone who hears or can hear will hear, and those who can see will see and uh maybe we can uh turn away from our selfishness and uh direct our thoughts and our uh hopes and our future towards Christ so um it's been a while i guess maybe uh a little bit over a month um i think i last did a uh presentation about a week after Christmas, and so here we are in February already, and uh, next month is springtime. It's uh, amazing sometimes how seasons just slide into one another, and uh, season after season, time just inexorably moves forward. So, on that note, that will open up with a uh, with a prayer, and I originally had a regular sermon that I was going to do, but uh, this came to mind this week, and uh, it's fresh in my in my mind and in my imagination, and uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, with this. Not exactly a sermon, just a couple points about about something, but. Um, it will glorify the Father and it will glorify His Christ. So, let's offer up uh, our prayers. And, uh, Father, we uh, thank You for this morning. We thank You for this day. We thank You for life itself, which is, uh, which is uh, just unfathomable to me and uh, just incredible that that there is life, that there's anything at all. And, uh, and uh, Father, we just uh take it take it for granted as uh as always has been and always will be and uh and uh we just kind of go through our days and uh often don't even uh acknowledge that uh that we live and we move and we have our being in you, and uh even those who don't uh, believe in you don't accept you uh as the foundation of of all things father that uh there's no escaping it uh their their being is in you they um they live in you um they're surrounded by you whether they want to recognize it or not but uh for those who do recognize it lord you uh you have um prepared a place for us and you have uh, redeemed us through through jesus christ whom we love and uh and we thank every day for uh our new lives and so father we just uh lift up these words i'm about to speak i pray that they're not my words they're not my my thoughts but they would indeed have uh that they're your words that you have given me to speak and that they're they're your thoughts that you have given me to express and so father and i just pray that it would be uh pleasing to you and it would be edifying to uh to the listeners uh father, that we might all be uh, built up in love and uh, built up in um just our appreciation and our uh and our life in you that we may be conformed more and more into the likeness of your son jesus christ in whom we have our salvation and our life so father we just uh thank you for that and uh father we just pray that uh all this will be uh pleasing to you and uh, we just uh, lift it up to you and uh pray that the uh holy spirit just uh guides us and uh, informs us and uh, teaches us the things that uh, we need to know, and uh, Father gives us, the, uh, gives us the wisdom to lead a, uh, a life wisely, and, uh, Lord, and, uh, in accordance to your will and to your, uh, to your uh, <coughs> law and uh, what, uh, how you want to uh, see uh, us conduct our lives so that you indeed might prepare a place for us and uh, so Lord we just pray all this in the precious name of our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ whom we love and adore and uh, whom uh, without you Father we could not be drawn to and uh, and revealed and without Christ uh, we could not know or you would not have been revealed to us we just just uh, that's a mystery and a, and, a uh, and just a delight. So, Father, we love you and praise you in the precious name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So, uh, okay, so I, I guess I'll start out with a, a, a reading from Matthew 16. Jesus here is uh, is um, with his. Disciples, and uh, he's explaining th- things to them, and trying to get them to uh, to see through the fog of uh, their own ignorance, and uh, to see something better and uh, more glorious. And uh, it takes time for uh, Jesus to do that to his disciples. Uh, you know, this is a very strange experience and to them, and something totally new. And uh, you have to admire their courage and. And, uh, and you have to admire Jesus' patience with his disciples. And so in um, Matthew 21, or Matthew 16, verse 21, it goes From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, chief priests, and teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. And then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for me will find it. What good will it be for a man if he gains the whole world, yet forfeits his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what he has done. I tell you the truth, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Matthew 16 Okay, so um, this week my wife and I were uh, decided to watch this movie, The Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus, and uh, strange little movie. I found it found it delightful, and it's the uh, and it's the movie, uh, the last movie of uh, Heath Ledger, and uh, which is a whole different issue and uh it's very sad and uh it was shocking at that point you know here is this guy he's really coming into his own as as an actor and uh you know i guess uh all of his wealth and his riches and his uh success just uh just wasn't enough to uh satisfy his soul so he tried to find in other where other places he tried to find peace in other places and uh it just uh backfired on him and uh, cost him his life and how much like that is uh you know what i just read you know Seek, seeking your own life and uh, and uh seeking your own life through your devices through your uh through your interpretation of reality you know it it just leads it leads no- nowhere you know it leads to actually you losing your life and in heath ledger's uh, case it was literally you know, it just it wasn't a thing that will happen um at the day of judgment or whatever, but you know, literally in this life it happens as well. That you seek your own life and uh and it just comes to uh it comes comes to a crashing, disappointing end. But for those who uh you know, have lost their lives in Christ, uh, he promises us that he'll he'll uh you save our lives, that we will find our true life, our true being there in him. So anyhow, so this, uh, this Dr. Parnassus, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's an interesting movie, it's about a guy that, uh, that made a deal with the devil years and years and years ago, actually several hundred years ago, and, uh, he, uh, he, he, uh, he's the boss of this little traveling, um, little traveling stagecoach, uh, carnival type thing, and, and, uh you know he goes to different towns he goes to different villages and he puts on this show and and he goes into a trance on on this on this show you know it's very very carnivalish looking and and everybody there's he's got four or five people that, that work with him and uh his daughter and uh some other guy and and so basically what it is is um you know he's uh somehow he goes into a trance and and, and behind him is a uh is a mirror, and, uh, you know, it's all very, uh, strange, and it's all very, uh, mystical, you know, and, uh, you go, and this, this mirror, and, and for a certain amount of money, for, you know, you can go, you can go into this, you can go into this mirror, and, and, and behind this mirror, as you go through it, is the imagination of Dr. Parnassus, and as you enter into the imagination of this doctor, it's, it's like, it's, it's like a, uh, a, a, a fantastical place of, uh, colors and images and, <clears throat> excuse me, and, uh, and just um you know bizarre and, and uh delightful surprises and and uh, and um, you know it's just it's just filled with all you know just color and just uh vivid things and then you you know in one minute you're walking through this candy land, and the next minute you you're, you're in this uh you're in the desert and, and and then the next minute you're here and there, and and so it's his imagination that you have ent- entered into and um and from what i could gather i don't know i probably have to see the the movie again uh, you know i took what i could out of it but it seems to be it seems to be i don't know if they meant it or not but it, it you know I, I i interpreted it almost as an as a christian allegory uh you know and i'll get to explaining it how, how i see that later on but um so people will go into this imaginarium and and you know it's kind of a failing enterprise and uh and he made this deal with the devil that um if such and such happened at 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 some point in his later in his earlier life that he would be given you know um, eternal life but the deal was is that his first born daughter, I believe would have to be surrendered to this this devil that he has made a uh, a deal with at the age of sixteen, which you know they which is the age of consent and obviously and you know the i guess the idea is that you know this uh daughter will be this devil's concubine or whatever but anyhow um so he fights through this this whole thing. You know, he's very depressed because the time's coming for this daughter to turn 16. She's only days away from her birthday. And so the devil has kind of taken a liking to this guy. So he offers some other deal to him, you know, and, in the hopes that his daughter can be saved. And it involves this whole imaginarium. But the thing is, is that, okay, these people, they, they go into the imaginarium. The point being here that they go into the imaginarium and and they and they get confronted with situations and 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 uh you know they get confronted with uh with issues that 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 point to their weaknesses you know whether they l- uh, have sexual lust or whether they have lust for diamonds and furs or or whether they're you know they're just looking for for this or or their their weak point is this and so in this beautiful imaginarium you know this this thing these issues come up and they're presented as as uh, you know as delightful things and and if you you know will you will you will you will you accept that thing and and or will you you know move beyond it and resist that temptation and it seems like uh you know there's a number of people that go in and and somehow they you know they because of the goodness of their heart i mean i guess of their basic goodness they they resist these these things to uh you know to uh partake in and at the end of it they come out of this mirror and they're so joyful and they're ecstatic and and it's just a, a life uh a life-changing experience that, that, that just, you know, just, 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 it just thrills them, but the ones who, who kind of, who kind of, uh, who, um, succumb to their temptations, can succumb to their weaker points, succumb to those, those, those issues that, that, uh, trouble them, um, somehow, I guess, uh, you know, they never really discussed that, but I guess they're, they, they get taken by the devil at some point. Um, you know, and, and once again, <coughs> you know, um, it just kind of points to if you, if you know, if you're seeking your own, your own life and, uh, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna lose it. But if, if you, if you surrender uh, your life to something greater and in the Christian context it would be Christ himself then 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 you will find uh, uh, that which you're looking for you will find that joy and that peace and that life-changing event so i looked at this whole thing as a, uh, as, a as a christian allegory and and um, you know it says in in that whoever seeks his own life shall lose it but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel shall find it and it's like i mean that's that really does strike home you know and and if we take it seriously and if we and if we really evaluate and look at our lives um and the lives of others uh those who who really insist on 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 sticking to their to how they define themselves and 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 stick to how they want to do things and stick to their own interpretation of what's good and what's reality and uh and um, what you know, what they want, and, and what they think is the uh, is the truth, and and if you insist upon that, um, you know Jesus makes it quite plain that you you you're trying to save your own life here. You're trying to make your own identity. You're trying to um, you're trying to uh, create for your some yourself. Something that that only I can give you, and you think you will find peace, and you think think you will find yourself there, and and but you won't. And it just reminds me so much of this identity politics, where everybody is consumed, or our politicians are consumed with the with our with our identities. It's like how we identify ourselves, and it's always some political division in that. You know, they, it's like they well, you're 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 a homosexual, so this is where you belong, or you're a transsexual. And you can identify yourself, and you have that right, and this is where you'll find your peace and your happiness, or you're this, or you're that, and you're, you'll find yourself in being a, a you know, in identifying with a, as a as a black person and, and pursuing a black agenda, or you to identify yourself as an Indian. Um, now, of course, this identity politics doesn't doesn't extend to to the to giving the privilege of identifying yourself as a white to whites, but you know that's okay because that's not where you know you find power or, or 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 a godly way of living life anyhow so you know so it's it's good if they don't want to give it to us i don't care because i don't identify myself you know i don't i don't see myself as, as white i don't see myself as as you know i don't I don't seek my life in my in the in the color of my of my skin or in you know in in, in in other things, you know, I don't I don't seek my life as a as, a, as taking a uh, uh, you know an issue as a as a uh, heterosexual and, and identifying myself as a heterosexual and going to the streets and identifying and saying yes, I'm a heterosexual and I'm proud of it. It just you know it's just it's just it just is and and I don't identify myself as that. I identify myself as a Christian. I identify myself as person as some as somebody who is losing his life. For the sake of Christ and for the and for the gospel, because I know darn well that when I pursue my own life and my own ways and my own and my own thoughts, I know in the past it's never led to a good place. It's always led to bondage. It's always led to trouble. It's always led to to just a feeling of just uh, complete uh, unrest and and just confusion. And it's like like who who am I? What am I? What am I doing? How am I going to go from here to there? What do I want to be? What do I want to do? You know, and, and in my past life, or you know, as a non-Christian, that you know, I was consumed with that in, in, in many ways, and and uh, I was confused, and, and it's like and when it finally you know I became a Christian, this this whole thing just un- unfolded before me that that giving up you know the things that you want in favor of the things that God wants for you. It's God who wants to mold your identity. It's God who wants to prepare a place for you. It's God who wa- who wants to define you. It's God who wants to uh, um, sanctify you. It's God who wants to glorify you. It's God who wants you to, to to seat you with Him in in the heavens. And this can't be done by pursuing yourself and by pursuing your own life, by pursuing the things that 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 the. Uh, that uh just will o- only lead to uh un- unhappiness and and just discontent and and just a, a dissatisfaction and uh so you know, in that Imaginarium, these people who who uh, who sought something higher, who, who made the right choices, and the right choice in this life, anyhow, is 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 the choice for Christ. They 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 exited that that mirror, and they were just different. They were just they were they you know they were glowing. They were they were happy. They were content, and um, and uh, you know. So they sort of lost their life in there. They were they were in there, and and, and they're, they're kind of you know being presented with you know trying to find themselves who they are, and, and this imaginarium is just revealing to them their 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 weaknesses, and and the path here that goes there, and the path there. Do you want to take that path? You want to take this path? Hey, that path looks pretty good, you know. But 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 by choosing wrong. You know, they 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 sided with with the devil, and ultimately, the devil is the embodiment of of death. But to those who uh, who overcame that, to those who of us, to those of us who have uh, set ourselves on Christ, set our minds and our wills and our hearts and our love on Christ, uh, you know, we will enter into something glorious we will enter something into something beautiful and uh, there we will know who we really are and who we are who we really are is defined by God only he can truly define us as we truly are. And and, and, and and who he wants us to be and what we're capable of being but it's all through him it's all through surrendering that, that, that your will um, you know the, the things that you want to do that, that you know in your heart aren't right you know in your heart are, that are contrary and it takes self-discipline and it takes takes it takes the, the, the conscious effort. Of knowing Christ and knowing and wanting to please him in every circumstance. You know, in in every circumstance there there's okay, you can approach this in a mean, vindictive way or you can approach this in in the light of Christ and and, and, and through and, and through Christ's love. And those situations are presented to us a hundred times or more a day. It's not like God has, like, you know, like in this Imaginarium, there was like three or four situations. But God presents us every day with the opportunity to make the right choices. To make the, to, to, to do the right thing. And, 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 and it all, the, to doing the right thing all starts with surrendering your will to Christ knowing that your own will just doesn't do it it's not going to get you what you think it does is you know you're you're pursuing your own life rapidly you're pursuing riches or you're pursuing fame or you're pursuing pursuing um contentment on your own terms or you're pursuing whatever it is that that human beings pursue and, and, you know, the lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh and, and the pride of life, all those things. You know, we think that that's where our life is. And we think that's where our future is. And we think that that's that's, that's going to produce what it cannot produce. It simply can't. But when we surrender that, and, you know, like, uh, you know, the allegory, I just felt like the allegory that, that the Imaginarium movie was just such an allegory of, 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 of that. And, um, you know, you're entering into this... <laughs> imaginarium of Parnassus and, and there, you know, the wheat is separated from the chaff and there the the goat is separated from the sheep and there is uh and there is um your life or your ultimate demise. So I find found that part of it uh you know quite fascinating and um you know some something of a Christian allegory. And, uh, you know, I don't know if they meant it as an allegory. I don't know. Maybe they did, you know. Uh, you know, meant it as a, uh, uh, uh referring to Christianity. It's highly doubt, doubtful. I don't think much of what Hollywood does would ever, uh, would ever, uh, purposely glorify or present, uh, Christianity as the, uh, truly the, um, fascinating faith that it is, but nevertheless, okay, so that was point one, I, I just kind of like that apart, that, that, that part of it, and, uh, you know, um, the whole idea of seeking your own life, revealing who you are, how to find your own life, and you can only find it by, you know, by losing it, and, um, you know, that's sort of a loose allegory within the, uh, within the uh, Imaginarium, but, you know, it got me thinking along those lines, you know, and, uh, and I, I, I like that, and, um, so, you know, The bottom line is, if when we try to insist on defining ourselves, who we are, if we try to, as the world tries to, you know, you're this, you're that, you're this, you're that. You know, you fit in this category, you fit in this category. You're, you know, it's like this whole sexual revolution thing. And, you know, and this whole, like, uh, you know, this whole transsexual and this whole homosexual issues. They they try to box in these people and, and they try to say, this is where, this is how, through political agitation, through political activity, this is how... You will find, you know, your contentment in your your spot in life. You know, never never offering these people the idea that, well, maybe if you are are looking for that contentment, maybe if you were, you know, really looking for who you are, maybe you have to surrender it for the sake of Christ and for the sake of the gospel. And then you will find what it is God intends for you what he wants for you and what he wants is your salvation for you and what he wants is to uh, honor you and what he wants is to is to um um sanctify you and what he wants ultimately is to glorify you to present you as a being worthy of eternal life in his kingdom That's ultimately what he wants to do. He doesn't want to punish us. He doesn't want to rebuke us. He doesn't want to do all these things. But he wants to mold us into the the image of his son, Jesus Christ. He wants that spirit of life in us. And present us worthy as the bride to the bridegroom. The father is not going to give his son some, some... some uh, uh, some bride dressed in filthy rags, he's going to present to his son a bride in glory. In a state of beauty. In a state of power and love. So that's the first point. My second point about this movie is... Um, Is uh, comes from First Corinthians, and he there in, in or no yeah First Corinthians second chapter, and there uh, Paul writes, "No, eye has seen or ear has heard what God has prepared for us. What God has prepared for those who love Him with with what God has prepared prepared for those who." have have surrendered their lives to Christ so that so that the image of Christ will will grow in him so that we will be less and he will be more as John the Baptist says and the the um, uh, imaginarium just brought me to, to to that you know because all creation is a product of of God's imagination. Is a product of his will, is a product of his of his uh, of his uh, intellect. It's a product of his mind. And and we take this creation so for granted. We were born into it, you know, we kind of live it. It's some sometimes it's so mundane and, and, and everything. But if we really knew the true nature of creation and how it's all knit together and created by God, and how it's all sustained by God, and how it's all loved by God, and how it's all working towards his purposes, and how it's all been 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 um created by his by his imagination. Imagination and to to work His will, you know. Everything we see, we see life itself, and we sort of just live our lives. But life is just a ridiculously incredible thing, right from the very the very beginning of conception, where the uh, where the sperm um, 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 impregnates the uh, the egg, and um, you know. Th- and begins conception. There's a whole thing, there's a whole world right there that we don't see, but it is incredible what's going on here and the reactions and the chemical reactions and the DNA and the RNA and, and the genes and, and it's all set up and it and it's immediately starts to work and boy, life is created there and, and it's just developing and just these fantastical things are occurring and, 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 and nine months later, you know, we have a full human, you know, a fully developed human being that, that that just started from that was that nine months ago wasn't even here and now it's here. And everything in this creation is 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 like that. It's all you know we live and we move and we have our being in in, in him and he he's above all and in all and through all and he sustains all. And and God is in some way he's in everything. And he and he you know the floor you sit on and, and the, the the wood is held together by Mysterious forces, and 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 we're held, uh, you know, fastened to the earth by these mysterious forces, and and there's things going around us, and these radio waves, and this and that, and there's this whole world of gods that that we don't see, and and what really brought it to mind one day is, is how um is how I was looking at um this this uh, show and, and it, or something. <laughs> but there was this bizarre creature, you know. It's like, what the heck is this thing? You know, it's like only only God's imagination could have could have could have developed such a thing. And I'm thinking, my gosh, you know, who is this God that we worship and adore and love? Who, what, what, you know, what is he all about? And I don't mean to say this in this derogatory sense, but he's so strange and he's so weird and he's so uh, above us and and he's you know so far. His thoughts are not our thoughts and, and and our ways are not his ways and he 's so far above us and and he's got things going on that we just cannot even imagine and it's going around us all the time, but yet we do we just kind of take it all as a humdrum thing, maybe because you know if we really knew what was going on, it would drive us insane. And so he shields that 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 part of his glory and his power from us. But everything around us, every life species, every every plant and animal species, and all the physical laws of the universe, just binding binding solar systems and planetary systems together, and and and. Uh, solar systems and oh, I said that and galaxies and 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 galaxies beyond galaxies it's all held together by the will and by the plan and the imagination of God and, and you know this is his creation this is his imagination he put it into being it was not always so in the beginning he created it he was here before but his imagination bursted forth through one way or another which you know and, and so and so it, it it's, this, and it just got me thinking, my God, you know, we, we should be in fear and trembling. And sometimes I am. It's like, it's like you know, I am nothing in, in comparison. I am nothing before God. Yet he has loved me so much and he has given himself for my, for my, uh, for my salvation. That I might share eternity with him. I mean, how incredible is that? That this, this God that's so strange, that's so weird, that's so powerful, beyond powerful, that, that, that you know, everything we everything we experience, everything that's here, it's, it's all been, you know, it's like I said before, we live and we move and we have our being in Him, and everything does. Not to say that the universe is God, because that's pantheism, but it's, it's not. But God just, He is in everything, and He is above everything. God is so strange. He's so bizarre, and he's so uh, th- th- this this created order is this such a is such a magnificent and just it's ultimately and and, and um, it's not is it's not completely understandable, and we have we have you know we have discovered some of the secrets of. Of God, but but how much deeper does it go? How much further down? And it, it just it struck me as like, you know, like that the, the imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus came up with all these beautiful, incredible, outrageous scenarios and scenes and colors and, and uh, you know, events and occurrences and everything else. It was just like fantastical. And I'm thinking, my gosh, if this is the imagination of a human being creating this, what is the imagination of God capable of? You know? And it is created in order. We see this, and 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 it's like, wow! If we really knew the magnificence of what's going on, I, I, you know, I think it would literally drive us insane. So we're shielded from all that. We're not allowed to see, you know. But it, you know, completely down to the depths of 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 God's existence, you know, he reveals he reveals some of the secrets, and he and he lets us and he entertains us with 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 those things. And if that's what his created order looks like, imagine what his his kingdom looks like. His kingdom is like, you know, I've I've often, you know, you know, there's this there's this one kind of, um, I don't know, I'll say heretical faith that that the hands out pamphlets and say and, and on it, you know, that their their picture of heaven is is beautiful. Uh, it's field, and there's a couple, there's a wife and a couple of children, and they're, and they're, they're happy doing their gardening, they're living in this, in this, uh, you know, garden of paradise, and you know, they're growing whatever, with the vegetables, you know, and I'm thinking, gosh, that really can't be it, that just seems more of the same. Same old, same old. You know, we're talking about God here. We're talking about entering into His kingdom. We're talking about something so far beyond what we're capable of thinking. If you know, we when we pass through death and into the imagination of this of of, of, of God's heaven, what is there for us? What a magnificent, beautiful things. No eye has seen, no ear has heard. We can't even imagine what God has prepared for those who love Him and trust Him have been and have been called to His purposes. Purposes He has in store. for us something so magnificent, and 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 uh, you know, just just filled with, with with whatever you know delights us. And and and, and um, because what ultimately delights us is the Father and God and Jesus Christ. And in that love, He exp- He's going to show us His glorious riches. He's going to show us what that the God with God, all things are possible. And God's going to show us the fullest extent of who He is. And it's gonna be—it's gonna be just it's just such a delight. It's gonna be an eternal bliss. It's gonna be eternal wonder. It's gonna be eternal love. It's gonna be wow! God has brought me here. I'm here eternally. I'm here, and I I, I just can't stop being delighted in His presence. There's no end to it. It's just, it's just a state of happiness that just does not fade. That just does not, uh, you know. I guess because it's outside of time, it can't fade. Because time is what makes things fade. Time is what, you know, is makes things uh, uh, dissipate. But now we're outside of time and 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 this gloriousness is just there forever for us to participate in and to love him and to just uh, just be in the presence of him and, and of of and of his Christ and of the Holy Spirit and the, their their power is just enveloping us and we're sharing in it and we're a part of it and it's also glorious that no eye has seen or ear or mind has conceived what God can possibly um has in store for us, if this created order is such a is such a an outrageous thing, imagine what it looks like b- when we go through that mirror, when we when we cross the Jordan, when we when we uh, suffer death and, and 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 we rise up in His presence because we loved Him and He gave Himself for us through Christ. It's all available to us through Christ for those who surrender their lives to Him. For those who seek their lives in Christ, they will find it. He will show it to you. He will reveal it to you. He will give us complete joy and complete ecstasy. There will be God Himself. He will be our eternal joy. He will unfold in so many ways, in so many glorious, infinite ways He will unfold. Unfold himself to us, reveal himself to us, and it will be a, a delight. It'll just be one thing after the next as God is just constantly swirling about us and, and just revealing himself as we worship Him and give glory to Him and just say, "Holy moly, this is this is beyond anything I could have imagined. I am completely at peace. I am completely happy. I am completely and eternally." In the presence of God, and He loves me, and I love Him. That's how I see heaven. That's how I see it. It's it's, as like the Imaginarium. You're entering into the ultimate imagination and power and life of God. You're entering into God Himself. We're not going to be outside of God and necessarily looking at Him. We're going to be in God. Experiencing Him. Loving Him. As He is loving us. And delighting us. With all of His riches and all of His power. Because He has reserved that for those who have stuck by His Son. Who have loved His Son. Who have given up their lives for His Son. Whom He loves his Christ whom he has presented to the world as its redemption and its, its and its uh, um, and its life to release us from the law of sin and death and, and, and enter into the kingdom of life and love it's got to be glorious it just has to be beyond anything that we can possibly imagine the soul is finally that complete and utter rest and joy. And just never to be tarnished, never to rust, never to, it just, it just is. God says, I am who I am. I mean, what a perfect description, right? I am who I am. I just am. How, how deeply could you get into thinking about that? I just am. I mean, what a perfect description of God. I am. <laughs> when Jesus says, I am, uh, before you were, I am. Or before uh, Solomon was, I am. Boy, that scandalized the, the crowd. Well, well, I am. That's God. Yes. It is. Jesus was telling us that he is God so there you go the Imaginarium in an allegory of the Christian faith probably not intended as that but nevertheless we can take that away from it and, uh, and make it our own so I hope that was uh, inspiring to you um that this <laughs> creation and and God Himself and His heavenly kingdom is just really beyond what we can we can really imagine. But we can meditate on it and we can meditate on how awesome this whole thing is. And it brings such delight. This 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 God of this true God this the God that truly exists, through which everything else exists. Gosh, stranger than strange. So there you go. Uh, take a take away from that what you will, and uh, hopefully it'll be edifying to you. So we're going to read from Ephesians as is my custom of my last many years of preaching. So Paul writes for this reason, for this reason. What what's the reason? I'm gonna say the reason is <coughs> for this reason of knowing God and 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 uh what he has for us and and, and, and uh, the, uh, the, uh, the process that he has revealed to us to, um, to uh, be where he is through Christ. The glory of God, the power of God, the mercy, the love, the sacrifice of God, all these things for this reason. I kneel before the Father from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge Love you all. Go in peace.